had to rip the bandit off i know we've been talking about this all week and every time we started talking about practical magic we had to stop ourselves and say safe word safe word which we need to come up with or just the listeners need to help <laughs> us come up with we're it. like no 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 save it for the podcast save it for the podcast but like the good every thing conversation is... we ever had is about mm-hmm. practical magic so it's impossible <laughs> all right so i guess we should just say hello hello to our very first episode and welcome to magnolia street i want to point out real quick just our amazing intro song um that's part of a bigger grander scheme of concept music for practical magic that we have in store for you so over the next however many episodes Hopefully we're gonna yeah it's gonna be great we have so many songs and we can't wait to share them with you yeah we'll get into those in a bit but let's just i want to take a minute to thank everybody on instagram for helping us promote the hell out of this podcast and also how about how about those emoji movie scenes in our cryptic grid posts do your emojis are on point (laughs) i think i started off with like just a few and then it just kind of like snowballed from there and now i'm up to like (laughs) a lot of emojis per movie scene i love it yes thank you guys so much and um we knew that there were practical magic fans out there and it's going to be so cool to see them kind of collide from all different social medias to listen to us babble about our obsession with this movie Um, we are quite obsessed fantastic i'm so glad i found you and you found me to introduce ourselves um Uh, My name is Christina. I also go by Seka in the magical circle. Seka is like a term of endearment in Croatian. It means little sister. I've been kind of practicing in and out of the broom closet since uh, 2016. And I consider myself hedge kitchen art which i have a fine arts degree just finished writing a book i'm a youtuber since 2016 i've been documenting these tentative steps into the pagan world my youtube will be listed in the show notes below and on there you can find me doing book of shadows pages um i talk about the priestess training i went through uh to get ordained through the isis temple in geyserville california in 2018 but as of right now i live in south carolina with my husband and my four cats and dog uh, and you can find me on Instagram under Seca Artistry and under Broom Closet Artistry if you are interested in seeing some Book of Shadows art. Yeah, and your Book of Shadows art is amazing, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and I kind of found you on YouTube, which we will get to in a second as well. But I basically found you because of all of your, well, the one video that I came across of you, I just related to it. But mm-hmm. um, just a little bit about me before we deep dive into all that other stuff. I'm Justina. I'm from New Jersey. I have two crazy cats and a husband. Who knows? He's second tier to those assholes. But uh, <laughs> you guys might already know me by my uh, name, Bohemian Magic Studios on Instagram and my YouTube channel. You guys probably saw me on there making my little witchy arts and crafts projects and my cooking videos and gardening videos and all that stuff. But before I started YouTube, I was a singer songwriter and guitarist for a really long time since I was about 18 years old, since about 2001 or so. I feel so old. Um, <laughs> You're not. I, you look, girl, you look like you're in your 20s. You're 4'11". You have an age a day, so you <laughs> sold your soul to somebody. You'll have to tell us your secret later on. Um, Good genes, man. Good genes. Yeah. 
sunscreen um, I w- water. wish I could say I get a lot of sleep but I don't <laughs> <laughs> not lately um, yeah definitely not lately but anyway I quit music for a while to kind of just like find myself I was in a band with my husband for a while called Stella Dura some of you might know me from that as well and then we kind of put music on the back burner since about 2014 and I was approaching 30 and my Saturn return and I just saw 30 coming at me with like I don't know it was just it was it was a crazy time. I was kind of having a little a bit of a quarter life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of just like abandoned my music because I was like, this doesn't even mean anything anymore. I was like super dramatic about it. <laughs> and I just I was I just wanted to kind of like find myself and kind of deep dive a little more into all the stuff that I was into as a teenager that I kind of abandoned through my 20s because, you know, you're in your 20s and you, all you want to do is like party and hang out with people and socialize and do things that Mm -hmm. really don't really matter all surface level stuff you know Mm -hmm. so once I started turning 30 I was like I need to find the deeper meaning of life like I got super Sagittarius about it (laughs) um so uh, that's what I did I kind of came out of the broom closet unofficially because I started my YouTube channel I never really like had this grandiose like I'm a witch like Sally does in the movie (laughs) but it was a little more kind of like I don't know subtle than that I kind of just popped my first YouTube video up under my Bohemian Magic Studios name. So I wasn't even really kind of using my own name. So it kind of was like a nice little shield (laughs) for Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you felt the same way with your Sega YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so much easier to and you, you don't realize how many other people are going through the exact same thing. And it is so much easier to like hide behind a name, but you're not really hiding. But I want to put out there that we don't really know a whole lot about each other. No, and we'll get to that too. So this project is going to be like, just we're gonna get to know each other a lot. as we splunk down this rabbit hole together. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so, firstly, tell us your signs. Tell us your top three. Okay, so I am a Sagittarius Sun, a Cancer Moon, and a Virgo ascending, which is probably why this project took off as <laughs> fast as it did. <laughs> yeah, because because I am also a Virgo ascending, and you guys I don't should know see how. our notes. They are color coordinated there are bullet points there are charts and tables it's beautiful yeah and (laughs) you guys will get a taste of those show notes under our patreon but we'll also get to that a little bit later yep i am a gemini sun a aquarius moon and a virgo rising so this could be like a beautiful beautiful relationship or it's gonna be complete chaos by the end (laughs) but either way Either way, what you drinking tonight? Oh, well, it is currently 5.03 p.m. on a Saturday, and I just got back from running some errands. So I'm a little parched. I have a <laughs> lime LaCroix. I wanted to go a little more adult beverage, but, you know, it's a little early still for me. We, so Over the break. We can, yeah. we can, we'll take a break halfway through and oh, yeah. we'll get you your drink. Yeah, My I husband called it butter whiskey last night. So I'm kind of taking a little break. <laughs> My <laughs> husband called it spicy, spicy water. I have a key lime LaCroix oh, okay. waiting. Or I've Uh, also heard um, TV static. I've heard some people say it tastes like TV static. (laughs) Somebody said the sound of it is like demon, demon whispering, you know, the little carbonation. (laughs) If you leave it, it's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I hear that. I can hear it. I'm glad. Did you, did you decorate for Halloween yet? Are you going to save that for later? Putting stuff up in bits and pieces, but um, tonight or after we're done with this call, I promised Avi, my husband, that. 
I would help him put up the 12 foot obnoxious skeleton. <laughs> we cannot. are those assholes Wait. in the neighborhood. So as we kind of mentioned, we, we've never met before in person. No, I live in South Carolina and Justina is in New Jersey. We kind of got in touch 2016. Is that right? When I created my first YouTube video back in the day, I was trying to come to terms with my my identity. That was kind of your exit out of the broom closet a little bit, right? Like unofficially? Yeah. Yep. Unofficially, I was like, dear God, nobody see this. Like I didn't tell any of <laughs> And about... I saw it. <laughs> I know. I didn't tell any of my friends or family. And really none of my friends or family knew until really like last year. Yeah. So that's been a long time. But I wanted yeah. to read Justina's first comment on my- On your very I'm first assu- video. Yeah. I'm assuming it's the first- ever comment I'm pretty sure of yours was your first video so I'll try to do this in one shot she says hi Saka my journey my journey down the witchy path started the same exact way as yours watching witchy movies as a teenager with my girlfriends in the 90s they have all grown out of that however as I grew up I felt more and more drawn to it and I also was raised Roman Catholic and I have my own negative experiences with the Catholic church and going through the motions because that's what the family expected of me. You remind me a lot of myself. I love your channel and subscribe. Please check out mine as well. Smiley face emoji, like the old school XO, one. XO, XO, XO. <laughs> Justina, XO, XO, XO. <laughs> yeah, yes. I just remember seeing that video, that the first video you ever posted. And I think you have like a good, you probably had a good handful of videos on your channel already at that point. But I was like, I always, whenever I go to somebody's YouTube channel, I always like going back to the very beginning just to see where they started from Mm -hmm. and kind of like binging from there and just like following their journey so that that's what I did I went back to your very first video and you were just just chilling in a dark cinder block room with a glass of fucking wine (laughs) it was my house (laughs) I thought you were in a dorm room I was like (laughs) I was like how old is this girl no, we called it the rat hole. We it was the <laughs> my favorite place of all time. But you were just yes, chilling yes, yes. and I was like this girl seems so cool and like we have so much stuff in common like not only the whole 90s witchy movie obsession but also the strict catholic upbringing the, and not only that you also mentioned that you were a nanny and I'm also yep. a nanny so we had a lot in common and we both did art and we have the same name basically. and we have basically have the same name. <laughs> And yep. both European, like, mm-hmm. like Eastern European, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like Mediterranean uh, mm-hmm. kind of vibe. What so is your? I am. Sicilian. What is your? Oh, there you go. Well, I'm yeah. right across the pond. Croatia yeah. is like right yep. next door. So we have a lot in common. Yeah. So, but like, we didn't even really like get close. I want to say like, okay. So I commented on that video in 2016. You said, I th- yeah, I believe so. Cause that's yeah. when I started the YouTube. Okay. So then, yeah, I remember by that fall when I was on a road trip, you like Facebook messaged me. Cause you, we found each other on Facebook, I guess, after that. And we were, I was talking about like my road trip with you, not, not my road trip with you, but like I was talking <laughs> with you about the road trip that I was currently on. And, yes. and then we kind of just like kept in touch through there sporadically. And then I know we would send each other like memes and stuff about practical magic every yeah. now and then. Um, but it wasn't until like very recently that like we actually got closer. We got to set up the backstory. The we got to lay out the lay of the land. I was so surprised that there was not a practical magic podcast. I think yeah, you felt we the both, same I way. Think we both, I think we both searched for one and I couldn't find anything like nothing fandom related. Every practical magic name. There are a lot of practical magic named podcasts out there Mm -hmm. but they're all about magic in the mundane and like Mm -hmm. they're all very you know 
reality based absolutely nothing, nothing about the movie though and you said something like that has stuck with me the last couple of days she said i wanted we were searching for practical magic podcast because she wanted something that she could sink into and i oh, think yeah. i was looking for the same thing it was like this movie is such a comfort place like a safe place in my mind that i'm like if i can put something on that just describes the scene talks about the aesthetic talks about the actors talks about the the background information i'm like like I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> something that is such a, you know, that puts you in like a safe zone. It makes you feel good. We're thinking the same thing. Um, yeah. But we started out with a different project and you came to me about no, this. you came to I'm, Oh yeah, I came to you about the podcast. Project. What do you think? It was two weeks ago? Like, like very recent. <laughs> it, was, it was like a, hey, do you want to do a podcast? And my, because we've been Marcoing, Marco Poloing is a video messaging app, but she, yeah. you want to me? like, do you want to do a podcast? And I said, in my mind, I said, absolutely not. And then I sat on it for about 10 minutes. I was like, there's actually a lot. There's a yeah. lot. And I was like, well, well, let me ask you this. Why did in your mind, why? I know a podcast is a lot of work, but why <laughs> in your mind, why in your mind did you say no at first? I'm curious. So, despite being a Gemini, I don't, I think maybe, I don't know. Let me know if you've had the same thing, but growing up the way I grew up, you get it out, you get it out fast and you're seen and not heard a lot of the time. So I'm like, in this podcast just became a therapy session and it's going to, <laughs> it's going to take a lot for me to open up. And I was like, no, nobody wants to hear me talk. Nobody wants to hear me talk about this. Like, this is such a niche thing. And then I thought about it. I was like, there are so many fandoms for Lord of the Rings, for Harry Potter, for yeah. Game of Thrones. Like, why can't there be a fandom for Practical Magic? And I felt and there like- there isn't one yet. There isn't one. So we're it, girl. We're it right now. And also it's like a lot of responsibility, especially now that people are like, yeah, yeah, we want this. We want this, but, but we're we not- want, But they want it and we have to give it to them. That's our, oh. It's our job now. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's a good place to put, like, we are not the end all be all. Like we're trying to do our best with research, but hey, we might- get things wrong yeah. we might miss things but we are going to do our damnedest to source all of our stuff and let you guys have that also and, and see where we're getting our information yeah we're but definitely not experts and listen I haven't even read this is a confession I haven't even read the last two books in the series so I feel kind of like an asshole in this aspect like oh we're <laughs> gonna do a podcast and I don't even know the whole story yet but like but but here's the thing when I started my Bohemian Magic Studios page I made it very clear to people I am learning as I go and mm -hmm. I am giving information as I go and as I learn. And that's the same approach I'm taking with this. You know, I've seen the movie a million times over, but, mm -hmm. and I've read the book a couple times, the first book, but mm -hmm. still it's a little rusty. Like, you, you know, you don't read a book for a while and things get a little rusty. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, you know, we'll do our research when we need to do our research about certain topics and we'll deep dive when we get to those. But off the bat, we have so many topics. Justina just yes. went balls to the wall and list there I, I don't I didn't I have not even counted maybe okay so let me uh, bordering 100 when you first when I first came to you you responded to me with okay but this is going to be like a limited time thing because there's not even really that much to talk about and I was like girl what do you mean and I sent her this whole fucking list of shit. 
And then she was adding to it. And then we were both adding to it. And now it's just gotten out of control. So I think it was just, we were tired of waiting. Like, Mm -hmm. we're like, is this ever going to happen? And I think you really took the reins and we're like, okay, let's make this happen. Well, here's the, here's where it's kind of started though. Like, okay, this did not start with the idea of a podcast. This started in February. Christina texted me out of the blue and we had each other's numbers. We would like, you know, hit each other up once in a while to say, hey, and like, you've left me a couple voicemails. Just like like, happy Samhain, like happy Yule. Hey, what are you doing for the full moon? What's going on? Yeah. So we had each, we had each other's numbers. So she texted me randomly in February and she was like, hey, what do you think of writing a practical magic concept album, like a music (laughs) album? And I don't even know where this came from. You like heard my original music or something like that? So yeah, you had, you shared a story on your Instagram of your dad got you a vinyl of your album. What is, what's your album called? Yeah, I'll do a shameless little plug right now. That was one of my first musical projects I ever released as a musical artist when I was, I want to say 18 or 19 years old in 2005, I think it was a, EP called Break of Day. I wrote the whole thing. Well, I, I co-wrote a couple tracks with the guys who were producing it, but um, I put that out when I was very young and I've done a couple musical EPs since, but for Christmas this past year, my dad actually got that EP pressed to vinyl. And, you know, I hadn't done music since probably 2014, since me and my husband kind of hung it up, you know. Hung just, up the guitar strap, We as hung it up were. the guitar, yeah. We hung it up just to, I guess, go through life. We had gotten engaged we got married we've got a house so you know life just kind of started taking its course and I I was like you know I don't even I don't think I'll ever really go back to music and I'm fine with that like I kind of accepted it Mm -hmm. and then my dad got me this album this vinyl of my first EP that you know I ever made um, with the first batch of songs that I ever wrote as an 18 year old and it kind I think of you brought should, a lot back up for me I think you should and link those I'll link because my in the show notes because that so there are the whole album's really good but break a day and then there's another one all downhill from here oh is okay. that the one that you like so yeah so the two songs that I had listened to I was like oh dang because I saw your story and you had break of day and I think that was the one you put on there in the background and all downhill from here I'm like god these are so good they reminded me of the nine, like the practical magic music of the nineties. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. And I was at work and I was folding laundry. I think I was looking out the window and I was like, it would be really interesting to hear the practical magic story told from like outside sources, like yeah. what the roses would have seen or what the aunt's experience. Cause we really see the story through Sally and Jillian's eyes, more Sally's eyes than even Jillian. Yeah. But like the outside influences um and then you kind of took a run with it and you were like oh I had a song a long time ago yeah right of Kylie seeing Jimmy yeah. under the roses when and I was, I was like 18, sweet yeah I started writing a song about that when I was 18 because you know I would hit the open mic circuits around my my local scene and one of my fans of the local scene came up to me one night and was like have you ever considered writing concept music and like he linked me to I think Amy Mann like wrote a whole like concept album about something or other I don't even know what but um you know I kind of considered it and I was like if I were to write a concept album what would I write at a album about and then like I really latched on to Practical Magic Mm -hmm. and I started yeah I started trying trying to write a song from Kylie's perspective when she sees Jimmy outside of the window but Mm -hmm. it just like I was 18 I just started writing songs I didn't really know how to put a song together at that point yet so it was kind of it kind of just fell flat I was like I don't know where to go with this I don't know like what I'm doing yet so it kind of just fell by the wayside I don't even know where those lyrics are I never Mm -hmm. came up I don't even remember what the 
the melody was. I don't have it recorded anywhere. So it kind of just like is a fart in the wind. It disappeared. It's like (laughs) gone with time and it kind of just was what it was. But I remember trying to write that song and it didn't happen. So when you texted me on a random February morning this past Mm -hmm. year and we're like, hey, do you want to write a concept album about practical magic? I was like, fuck yeah, let's freaking do it. And then- it just kind of like took off from there. We started an Evernote. We started ping-ponging ideas back and forth, melodies mm-hmm. and lyrics. And mm-hmm. before you know it, we had like 20 songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we're going to sporadically put in little bits and pieces. But yeah. one of the songs on the album, it's the title track. Magnolia album title Street. is Magnolia yeah. Street. Yeah. Um, and so the intro uh, you'll hear in the outro is a little bit of that song. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll end up talking about why, why it's named that. And But the, um, what was the first song you ended up writing? Do you think was it? I actually, the first song I ended up writing was about Jimmy. It's called Hey Jimmy. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's from <laughs> Sally's perspective. And she is mad. Yeah, she's super pissed and she's she's kind of like explaining why he got what he got. Yeah, why he got what he got and how she hates seeing him treat her sister that way when all she does is like love him. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wrote it from that angle. Is it hard writing? I mean, because you I think these characters are so ingrained in our hearts and in our minds so do you put yourself in that perspective or like how do you write something like that because your husband is very loving and I'm assuming you've never been then in that situation Um, but the song is so good I can't wait to share it with everyone I I don't know I just I guess it just comes with just writing so many songs for so many years and just like seeing people's experiences around me Mm -hmm. and I'm just like a kind of like a sponge I kind of am able to put myself in those situations to be able to write about them even if I haven't experienced them yet and I think that just comes from kind of being empathic a little bit like having Mm -hmm. to just kind of like have empathy for things that I've never experienced but I'm able to kind of like put myself in that seat yeah that makes any sense of course and I think this movie it was so special for you that it was probably this girl was pulling she would do like two songs a day sometimes I'm like what are you doing you would finish these songs so fast and they were all great and we would sit down with one song a piece together and kind of go over and I really had like minimal input you know I would brain dump into a song like lyrics they didn't rhyme they didn't go nothing matched up I was like can you do anything with this and you just came up with like a whole song (laughs) it was it was an amazing it's an amazing talent and skill you are gifted thank you thank you yeah I I guess I don't know I'm just really good at sifting through brain vomit because like that's what writing it that's what writing music (laughs) is it's just like pouring everything out of your brain and then taking the best parts of it and rearranging it kind of like a puzzle to kind of make sense and fit together cohesively and then on top of that adding a melody and adding chord progressions and having you Virgo rising you together I know I I am very meticulous with my songwriting process but um Christina said she had very minimal input input but that's a lie because she wrote a lot of the songs too she just she just brain dumped and I just kind of like sifted through it it made sense of a lot of the stuff that didn't makes sense well also like minimal input with like changes when we would sit down and go over a song it was like ah that word's not really that's fine but it was not 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 like whole rewrites of anything if you like what you hear and want to support us we'll let you know how but um we want to make this album a thing like a real thing but we can talk about that more later on uh do we want to take a break here and come back shortly yeah let's take a break and we'll be right back in a minute all right 
Hey, we're the Stinas, and you're listening to Magnolia Street Podcast. We are back. I have taken my cold medicine because I've had a cold for three weeks. And, I can't believe uh, it's been that long. So guys, here's the thing. We are trying to do this podcast whilst I've had this insane hacking lung and mercury is in retrograde and when you're hearing us we are in the past no we are in the future no we're in the past listen it's we are in the past 24th by the time you guys hear this it will probably already be a month by the time you hear this from since when we recorded it yes at least we live in the same time zone but we don't live in the same state we both have jobs outside of this and and christina goes to bed at like 5 p.m no, 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 no. <laughs> Time change though coming up. Listen, bed looks really good at 7.30, but I try to make it to nine. I know, Justine is up till all hours. I'm a creature of the night. I don't know how you do it. And so oh. I'll get up at like 4.30, 5 o'clock and I'll hop on. Maybe I'll Marco you or I'll send you something. And there you are. You're like, yeah, my cat woke me up. <laughs> Dude, these cats do not let me sleep. They don't let me sleep. But you know, I I work in the afternoons, so... It's easy for me to like wake up at 5 a.m. after going to bed at like 2 a.m. And but then I'll sleep till like 10 a.m. I get sleep. I'm good. <laughs> so we are going to do our best to give you like really good, solid information. But in order to do that, we will have to have a little bit of a buffer and yeah. do a few episodes in behind. clusters. A little, yeah, a little behind. Yeah. yeah. Um, but right now, thanks. If Hey, if you stuck around this long. Woo! You- for a treat because we're going to do a card poll here yes. from the Witch Oracle book, which Justina is going to introduce and, and talk about a little bit and how you found it and kind of helped get it off the ground, perhaps. No, I had no, I had nothing to do with getting this off the ground. I thought you helped the Kickstarter. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I, I supported the Kickstarter, <laughs> I guess. So I guess I did help get it off the ground. You sure I guess did. I, I guess if that's how you want to. <laughs> and then after that, we're going to talk about like why we named the podcast, what we did and how Practical Magic, like what it evokes for us personally. Uh, so please stick around, but um, Justina, take it away. All right. So <laughs> yes, this is, uh, we're going to do a card pull from the Inner Witch Oracle, which is the Practical Magic Oracle deck. Um, and you guys might have seen this floating around Instagram. It's by Joseph Benitez Egerton, and his Instagram name is Grounded by the Moon. So definitely check him out if you guys want an Oracle deck, Practical Magic themed. The cards are gorgeous. They feel lovely in your he's hands. Com- he's coming out with another one, right? Yes, he's coming out with an actual full 78-card tarot deck. So I'm really I'm gonna- excited about that. That's so awesome. You're not doing that Kickstarter though, huh? Um, I didn't back the Kickstarter, but I saw it for sale for pre-order on his website. So I'm probably going to hop on there. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so. nice, nice, nice. Maybe in the future, like I would like to do a card pull every episode. That would and be maybe awesome. it would be up to the listeners, whether we pull from the Oracle or the Tarot that, that week. Would be cool. Yeah. That'd that'd be great. I'm going to pop my LaCroix, my, my spicy water real quick. Hang on. You pop that static TV static water. <laughs> my <right>. demon whispers <laughs> all right all right so I'm i can hear the shuffling on my it. end doesn't that sound luscious so if if there if there was an ad before this we are using anchor which i've never heard of justina introduced me to anchor and we are on we're using our phones so later on down the line this is going to sound terrible when we are uh, <laughs> fully equipped with great mics but right now it's perfect yeah. so i hope you can hear the shuffling i'm gonna shut up it gets the job done. Yes. Okay, I'm going to pull already. Ooh, look what I pulled. You got the lavender. I got the what lavender. does it say? 
All right. So, okay. First of all, I was gushing to Christina earlier. I sent her a picture of my lavender because we Mm -hmm. have like four or five luscious bushes in my front yard and it did wonderful this year. It looks awesome. I've never tried to plant lavender in the ground before. So I'm super excited that it actually took. I'm so jealous. It's like one thing I have killed over and over and over. I don't know why. I don't do, I just need to leave it in the pot and ignore it. And I would, if I left it in the trunk of my car, it would do better than me trying to take care of it. You know, lavender loves to be thirsty. We have, it, we have it in the sunniest spot on our property and we never water it. So I'm thinking that's the, that, that's what the trick is. Just put it in your sunniest spot and don't water it. <laughs> I tried, man. I'll, uh, I think I've, I'm just going to stick with my rosemary and call it a day. Dude, your rosemary looks amazing. My I hands are you. so sticky today. I don't know if anybody, this is not a plug, but you don't have to follow me, but on my story today, <laughs> I have so much rosemary who needs yeah. some I was trying to bundle it all but my hands are super sticky and they smell great okay tell us rosemary. about our lavender card okay before I tell you about lavender I think you should bake a lot of bread with the rosemary or make some oil yeah oh yeah 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 uh we really like the garlic uh garlic rosemary butter mm. for like steak and stuff Ooh. oh baby slather me up I love it I love it <laughs> okay there's gonna be a lot of food talking on this podcast but anyway so lavender Lavender, um, the keywords for this card are luck and prosperity and tranquility. So the meaning for this card in the book, this does come with a beautifully illustrated guidebook. And what I really love about this deck is that it comes with prompts. So like little spells and little bits of candle magic oh. and stuff that you can do. And it also leaves you with a little mantra at the bottom. So oh, what's our mantra? Can, so that you can include that in your spell work as well. So the mantra is everything will be fine. And that kind of goes along with the oh. whole prosperity, luck, tranquility vibe. It's just like, just breathe. Everything will be okay. And that's kind of like the um, the vibe that Lavender gives off, I feel like. I feel, so, I feel like that's the vibe of our auspicious yeah. undertaking for oh this my, podcast. This is a very auspicious undertaking. <laughs> this sh- this movie and the books are so beloved. Oh don't. It's like all week it's been like, Christina, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck no, it up. It's not. like, how, it's fine. Because yeah. we love it equally, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And we're leaving it up to the listeners, to you guys as well, to kind of weigh in. We have a voice mm-hmm. message feature on our Koji link in our Instagram bio. So if you want to leave us a voice message, we'll also leave the link in our show notes down below. So if you want to leave us a voice message and tell us if we fuck something up, or if you have additional information that you would like to add to our conversations, we'd love to hear from you and read it on our upcoming episodes. So yeah, Lavender, uh, this little prompt or not prompt rather this interpretation or meaning that he wrote for the card it says take comfort in knowing luck is on your side stay calm and balanced things will work out now is not a time to stress or worry the divine is taking care of things for you right this is so true lavender has been used for centuries to aid with anxiety improve sleep and create an overall calming effect Embrace this magical energy. Lavender is very tolerant and adapting plant, and it is also a wonderful natural bug repellent for flies and mosquitoes. I like how he added that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so practical. It's practical it magic. Practical. It's so practical. I love it. I am going to, because we're looking, we're on the, we're on anchor on our yes. phones, but we're yes. also looking at our one note notes and I'm going to start listing our poll for each episode. So when we get to telling everybody about the like the big show notes that we're trying to do, yeah. uh, those will be listed. 
yeah. for, for your pleasure. Yeah, we'll yes. list those down below. So embrace the magical properties and effects of lavender in your life. Let the aromas calm and relax you. Saltwater baths with lavender essential oil is a wonderful way to let the magic of lavender connect and join your energy. If you can find some, ingest some lavender tea or bread. I've never had lavender bread. Have you? Oh ever my had god, it sounds bread? heavenly. No, but like a lemon lavender or something sounds really yeah. fucking good. Oh, I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I made lavender <laughs> bread. <laughs> I made it on my YouTube channel. <laughs> Sorry, so that probably was really want, loud. Yeah, if you guys want a recipe for lemon lavender, I think I put cranberries in it too. Bread. Damn, um, girl. We will, we will list that in the show notes down below. Let me um, make a note to do so. <laughs> Dude, that's liar. fantastic. anything that I said. Was it lavender um, from your garden? No, I wish. At that point, I was, no, I didn't have lavender in my garden. So I kind of just bought lavender buds from like a farmer's market. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was culinary lavender. So make definitely make sure your lavender is culinary before you put it in food. Oh. Because it will taste like perfume. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. And you definitely want to use a little bit because the little lavender goes a long way. It's very, um, it can be a very subtle taste if you add it subtly. But if you overdo it, it will overpower all the other taste in your food was yours pretty Um, perfumey yes and I was like okay I'm gonna have to scale back a lot for next (laughs) (laughs) did you make Avi try it um your husband remember if I made him try I think he did try and he was like this isn't that good (laughs) (laughs) so basically basically don't watch my video and don't use my recipe (laughs) (laughs) dude that's awesome is there anything else on the card you would like to share you want to um, paint us the picture? That's or, all ver- the, um, okay, so the cards are very simplistic in nature. The cards themselves, they're like black matte. They have like a black matte finish and they have kind of like a, a gold in color, but not like the shiny kind of gold foil. It's mm-hmm. just like flat gold color um, filigree around the edges. It's very pretty. Um, and then it has just a bushel of lavender, just the illustration, yeah. just it's one a, simple... A little- very mm-hmm. simple bushel in the center. And it has, the script is on the bottom. The luck and prosperity, right, is in the gold script on the yeah. bottom. It's very beautiful. Very, yeah. very beautiful. Yeah, and he does offer Thank this you. deck in two different um, versions. He has one gold foil version um, you could see on the edges. And then the other one, which is the one I'm using right now. Oh, is, that's so this pretty. Is the, this is the new moon deck, which has the black holographic edges. It's pretty badass. It's rain. It's like an oil slick. It's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. The gold one is gorgeous too. I actually bought that one first. And then when I saw his Kickstarter, he was offering two decks for like a hundred bucks and like a whole bunch of other extras. And I was like, Fuck yeah, so I, jumped, <laughs> I jumped on it. And then I did a giveaway for on my YouTube channel and my Instagram for, um, the extra gold deck that I have because at that point I had two gold decks because I just I bought the gold deck first and then and then he announced like a second edition kickstarter and then Mm -hmm. it it was like get the two for 100 so I bought an extra deck that I didn't need so I gave that one away I gave it to one of my followers and I'm um, so glad that you got it and that we can use it for this endeavor and I can't wait for the tarot I I want to definitely order order the tarot deck that he has coming out so when does it come out I don't I think the pre or if you pre-order it i think it said not to like between october and december they'll ship so they ship okay. to him and then he ships them out we're so. not sponsored by the way yeah we are not sponsored. <laughs> we just really think his product is is fantastic um yeah so here i got something for you you ready you buckling up yes give it to me christina All right do you have your bubblies i do 
I might actually pour some more demon whispers. Can you hear this? Hold on. Ooh. Do you hear that? You bet. That was fan. That was a. That was like a. That was a sound clip. Was that ASMR? That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the demon whispers. So what do you? So got here's you? what I got for you. For more okay. than two hundred years, the Owens oh, yes. have been say blamed. It, say it like uh, like uh, what's her name? Stalker. Stalker. Yeah, you have to no, I don't think I could do her justice. Give it I don't a go. Think I could do. Give it a for go. For more than 200 years, <laughs> the Owens women have been blamed for everything that has ever gone wrong in town. But this is from the book. Okay, here's the additional uh, part. Okay, okay. If a dance, I'll keep going though. If yeah, a dance going. spring arrived, if, see, I turned Southern really fast. <laughs> if a damp spring arrived, if cows in the pasture gave milk that was running with blood, if a colt died of colic or a baby was born with a red birthmark stamped on his cheek, everyone believed that fate must have been twisted at least a little by those women over on Magnolia Street. So There's name. There's the they, name. We chose Magnolia Street, even though it's a, it's a very southern name. Are there even? Yeah. It must be Magnolias in New England. Oh, but, there's Magnolias in New Jersey. Oh, sweet. I yeah. didn't know that. There's one I don't think I've ever been to Jersey. That I nanny. In the book, Magnolia street is mentioned at least in the first book 12 times and growing up reading this book and watching the movies more so with the book though it reminded me of the small town like life that I had never had but in Mm. the book their house is it's avoided but it's such a necessity in the town because everybody they're just used unfortunately you know they're Mm -hmm. they're shunned and ostracized but like yeah if they need if somebody needs something who do they turn to exactly yeah. And uh, Magnolia Street in the movie, it looks like no, there's no other houses around. You remember the shot of the girls coming home from the summer solstice? Yeah. And they get out of the car and there's no other houses around. Beautiful. But in the book, it sounds like it's a little closer to stuff. But that small town, like you can see the back porch light on through the trees. Like, you know, yeah. it's open for business kind of thing. Yeah. So, for me, like, I think it happened super organically just doing the album that way too. But we didn't know how to come up. For, there were so many other practical magic podcasts with the name spelled all different ways. We're like, oh shit, what do we do? Yeah. And I think it just was natural. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Magnolia Street was not the first song or even close to the, one of the first songs that we wrote, right? It was I don't kind think of like, so. We wrote a few, well, quite a few before we started on that one and then one mm-hmm. night you sent me an evernote file of a song called back porch light mm-hmm. it actually started as back porch light mm-hmm. and the guitar part you came up with and the melody you came up with it's the same exact melody and guitar part as we have now for the most part it was just like a lot slower mm-hmm. and the rhythm was a little bit more different than what it is now but when you sent that to me I was like I love this vibe I love the whole concept of the back porch light but I think this overall concept needs a theme that kind of like a thread that kind of runs throughout and I feel like that central theme is that house that house on magnolia street and not so much the the aunts and the back porch light and like how people come to the back porch light for their services but like the house as a whole, I feel like, needed its own kind of spotlight. And it's such a character. Song. Yeah, it's it a is. beating it is living character. thing. Absolutely. Yes. So yes. I was like, okay, let me take this idea and kind of like give the house more of a spotlight because it was only the back porch light that was really spotlighted in that song. And mm-hmm. I felt like the melody was awesome. It had so much potential. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it Thank needed you. more of like a hook and something that gr- just grabs you. 
Yeah. And Magnolia Street was like it. I feel like everything that happens in that movie goes down on Magnolia Street for the mm-hmm. most part, aside mm-hmm. from like the town shots and stuff like that. But the song, I kind of tried to paint a picture of like the overall town and like what the people think of them and like, you know, kind of mm-hmm. a little bit of their history and a little mm-hmm. bit of the flora and fauna on the property and kind Dude, of like, awesome. twist it all into one song that encompassed Dude, the whole thing. The last two freaking weeks, it's I need to force other music into my head because it's such a repetitive, like it's so, such an earworm. so catchy. It's super yeah. catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just give me one second? Yeah. <laughs> Had to take a coughing break. It's all good. I got the black lung. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I think you did uh, a fantastic job. And we both it's did perfect. a fantastic job. It was a collaborative effort. And that's the beauty of collaboration and uh, songwriting. It's like, you know, we both have our individual ideas, but at the end of the day, one superpower is not enough without the other superpower. Like, oh. It needs to be a joint you're so sweet effort and like I've never I've collaborated with people before not on this scale and I just felt like it was like a really natural process with you and it dude, just like you it flowed so like seamlessly dude and thanks. I think it's just because we it's something we we're so love. passionate about it I know we love this and part of me going back to like why at first I was hesitant to do a podcast is like guys I'm so sorry please don't at me like I was kind of embarrassed because um, you like you said like you love the story and you had friends who love the story and they kind of grow out of it and I you know yeah there are people in my life too that have done the same and I'm like shit should I have grown out of it should I not be as into no this way. and so it was partially like about your hey I'm embarrassed in, in, yeah so I was embarrassed about the fact that this means so much and I know so much about it already and I've read the book so many freaking times before not so much lately at least once a year now I'll try to read it but before it was like multiple times a year and it's like wow that's kind of are you okay (laughs) are you all right (laughs) no it brings me to a place that makes me feel warm because I I grew up in pretty suburban town but there were no sidewalks or anything and um but once or twice a year we would go to Massachusetts to see my grandmother and her town was like this her yeah. house I shared a, a song with you god we're getting so off topic but her house was a 1920s Tudor style house that abutted a pond so I felt like I was like part of the Owens family there was an old house that with the there was a park nearby and a big body of water behind me I felt like I was in like this magical space and I felt super connected when you so when you when you visited your grandmother's at that time was practical magic have you had you already seen the movie or was that before Practical oh, Magic? Uh, it was, so visiting her was all throughout my life. Um, but so that was when it came out in 98, right? Yeah. Um, I was still going to see her. I think she lived there until, dude, I am not good with years. I okay. go off of like what grade I was in. Yeah. So <laughs> sometimes I was born childhoods in, like that. Yeah, it's trauma. But <laughs> I was born in 89. And I think she lived there till I was about 15. So I don't know what year that would have been. But it was just a special magical place. And I would bring the book with me. We'd listen to the soundtrack on the way up. And it was just like connected. So yeah. this movie means a lot. Cute. So yeah, um, you were telling me this past summer, you were telling me like a, a whole like a whole story about about visiting her, right? You mean that you were talking about the song? Well, yeah, like like what inspired the song? And is the song something that you would want to share on the back end? Yeah, I guess there's kind of a connection there if you help me with a hook. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's very it simple. But again, it's, it is telling the story of how a place can shape you. And that is definitely, I feel like, what the Magnolia Street House 
adds to that story and, mm-hmm. you know, connecting that with my, my grandmother, that house helped shape me. So I wrote a song about it and all its little magical intricacies. It's adorable. So thank you. Thank yeah. you. I can't, uh, I would love to share it uh, in the future. When we yeah. Get there. yeah maybe, maybe we'll flesh that one out if you want. And yeah, maybe we'll share that sometime down the line. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so for me, Practical Magic, I saw that movie for the first time when I think I was a junior in high school, either a sophomore or a junior. And I was at my friend Jen's house. Shout out to Jen. Uh, I hey, Jen. Seen, I haven't seen Jen. So girl, high hey, girl, hey. Yeah, hey, girl, hey. But, you know, we would just hang out in, at our house after school some some days, and she had that movie, and I had never heard of it before. I remember going to the movies with my dad one day. We went to see some other movie, some random movie. I don't even remember what it was called. But we saw a movie, and before the movie, there was, like, a string of previews, and Practical Magic was one of the previews oh that my I God. saw before that movie. <clears throat> I just remember seeing it and being, like, just thinking, oh my god, that looks so cute. That looks like the cutest movie. But I never saw Practical Magic in the movie theater. Did you see it in the movie theater? No, no, DVD, baby. Yeah, same. So like, it wasn't until like, probably a few years like later that I even saw it on like DVD that my friend Jen had it and we watched it in her basement. Oh and I was god. just like, I was like in love with this movie. I was like, oh my oh. god, how have I never seen this movie? And it's really weird though, because like the craft came out when I was like in seventh or eighth grade and I was just obsessed with that movie. And that was kind of like how I kind of like found my path as a teenager. The so craft across- was first, right? It was oh, like 96. Something yeah, like 96. 95. I feel like I came across it. Or 96. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I came across it around that time. I was yeah. like, I think I was 13 or so. Yeah, I think I was like 13. And then for, for Practical Magic to come out and for me to not jump on that right away is a little little weird for me because here's another movie about witches. Yeah. And you're I, probably it, and it took me so long to get You're to probably that. busy with like schoolwork and extracurriculars and stuff to yeah, have time. But you would right. think. Did you have the internet like growing up? Because I didn't have the internet till I was in college. I had the internet my aunt was actually the first person in the family to have internet so I would go over to her house I had my own screen name on her AOL account so I had to go to her house to have the internet oh my and gosh. I like my screen name at the time was Justy Rocks and then by the time I got internet at my house with like the AIM messenger messenger or whatever I I couldn't get my Justy Rocks name <laughs> for AIM because I already had it on an AOL account so my screen name forever was like Justy Rocks 2 <laughs> like I couldn't come up with anything better than that. Dude, I wish we could like um this is cold, like semicolon these episodes because that would be Justy Rocks 2 would be a really good title for this Justy episode. Justy Rocks 2. Yeah. And sometimes my friends still call me Justy Rocks. It's funny. Dude, I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that now. Okay. So you saw it in your friend Jen's basement? Yeah, my friend Jen's basement. Yeah. And then yeah. so you let it sit for a little bit, like yeah, in I, the back I of your mind. Know. I don't know if I became obsessed with it right away, but I do remember when I was like, I just graduated high school in like 2001. Mm -hmm. And it was around that time I really started getting interested in trying to learn how to play guitar and writing my own songs. And Stevie Nicks, do you remember that that album that Stevie Nicks came out with? What is it? Trouble in Shangri-La? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was like right around that time that I, I guess I started going back to the Practical Magic movie. And I just became obsessed with that soundtrack from like, I guess, like a songwriter's standpoint. I don't think I knew who Stevie was. Stevie walks. I don't think I knew who Stevie <laughs> I'm grabbing wine if that's what people are wondering. Um, I don't think I knew who Stevie Nicks was until this movie. It's 
insane because she's, she's a massive a star. But uh, listen, that's what you get for Catholic school for. Your I know. Life. Well, yeah. here's the thing: Fleetwood Mac was like the biggest part of my childhood ever. So Dude, when I saw nice. when I saw Stevie was affiliated with this movie, I was like, oh my god! Like I loved it so much more. And the Crystal song is just like I. That song is my life. I can listen to it on the <laughs> forever. What was the like kicker that you were like, oh, I'm gonna make this my lifestyle? Back to <laughs> you know magic. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, I I don't know. It was just like always one of those comfort movies that I would always have on in the background while I was doing other things. And then I guess when I made my YouTube channel in like 2014 or 15, like I really started trying to like pull from that, like and cottagecore was not even a word at that point yeah. I don't even think Mm-mm. I don't know TikTok or Instagram might have invented that word I have no idea yeah. where that word came from but it wasn't even until like a couple years ago that I even heard of cottagecore or whimsigoth or whatever Mm-mm. the hell they call that. Um, but I just naturally like started pulling from that aesthetic of that movie to kind of design my YouTube videos and I kind of made all the aesthetic based around that kind of theme oh no you know what I'm a liar. <laughs> my blog parties, my blog parties. Mm-hmm. So remember when I was telling you about my blog parties, I, before I even started a YouTube channel, I had a blog on Blogspot called La Boheme Magique. And when I made my YouTube channel in 2015, I kind of rebranded and made it Bohemian Magic just to simplify it. Cause first of all, I ain't French. So why am I <laughs> like, <laughs> so why, why are I, you fooling? Why am I fooling? But in catch like, me outside. Catch me outside. <laughs> <laughs> so like in like I think 2007, I had a desk job and I was really bored there and I had a lot of downtime on the internet. So while I was supposed to be working, I was creating blog posts based around practical magic. <laughs> Dude, I love it. And like we would host these blog parties where um, me and this other girl teamed up. Her name was Anna and I think her handle was Frosted Petunias. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, we lost touch over the years. I don't know what ha- ever happened to her, but shout Frosted out Frosted Petunias. Anna. Yeah, Frosted Anna, if Petunias. you're listening. Hey, yeah, what, great job Justina? on the blogs. It's Justina from La Boue Magique. Magique. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we um, collaborated on a blog party and basically we made like this whole invitation in like 2000. Actually, no, it was a while after 2007. I had this blog going for a while, but it wasn't like I started in 2007, but it wasn't until I want to say 2009 or 10 that me and her came across each other and we both were gushing about practical magic. We both mm-hmm. did a post. That's what happened. We both did a post about practical magic around the same time, just coincidentally. And our fans oh. and like our followers were kind of like telling us about intermingling. It. Oh, cool. Yeah, intermingling. And they were like, you guys should like collaborate. So we like collaborated on a blog party. And basically like we came up with this like whole invitation and we sent it out to, uh, well, we just did a post. We both did a post to our individual pages and then people would join the blog party by commenting and like if they commented their name then that that was their rsvp and then we put them on like a big like list mm-hmm. and that was our guest list and on the day of the party everybody who was attending this party would create a post on their own blog about practical magic like a practical magic theme post and everybody would go just like go around to everybody else's blogs who were on the list and comment on each other's 
blog posts. So it was really cute and really fun. Would you do it again? I don't know. I don't have the time. Well, not only that, like, like, I don't even think blog spot is happening anymore. I mean, it might be. It's all about podcasts these days. Yeah. A lot of, I feel like a lot of those blogs that I just recently visited a lot of them to kind of like see what I can pull from for this podcast. If you want to (laughs) read any of those in the future would be really cool. And a lot of them are shut down or they discontinue them or they're just like left like a, they were just a moment in time. And I don't think the blog spot thing lasted much longer after that, you know, TikTok and Instagram and all that stuff yeah. started popping up shortly after that. But a lot of the blog p- posts are still there. I bookmarked all of them so we could talk about them later on down the line, which Sweet. was a lot of fun. So um, what you were saying about like people finding you guys separately and then like all coming together is how we kind of felt, well, when this comes out the last month or so, but like first it for the Instagram to try to get people like, we know people love this movie. Yeah. And we're like, okay, well, to find us is going to be kind of tricky. We'll just invite our family and friends and stuff like that. And then after a little bit, it was like, do you know this person? Do, do you know? I don't know this person. I can't yeah. wait to know this person. Like, okay, follow, follow, follow. Yeah. And we we just want all of our coven <laughs> we just yeah. want everybody to be part of our fam the yeah. Evans family lineage there were like 270 people on that blog party alone golly yeah golly so i hope any of you blog ex blog party goers from that time happen upon it, this podcast and if you are sound off yeah not french oh my god <laughs> And if you know what happened to Anna, I would love to get back in touch with her. That would be cool. <laughs> Everybody help us find Anna. Find Anna. <laughs> We're going to find her, her on, like, on like telephone poles and milk cartons. <laughs> what was her blog name again? It was Frosted Petunias, I believe. Okay, so have you watched Practical Magic at all this season? This Are you freaking season? kidding me? I've already watched it like a million times. I know, in, in preparation always, for this. It's always on. But even re- regardless of this podcast, it's just like always on in the background. I love it. I haven't um, watched it in a long time. I put it yeah. on the other morning to check something. Um, and the last couple, not couple weeks, like the last couple days, my husband doesn't get excited about things. Like he's very, yeah. he's so cucumber. Like he's so even keel. <laughs> it's super irritating. I'm like, get it, get he's mad, so get excited. Cucumber. He's so cucumber and he's very Put interested. On a t-shirt. <laughs> he's interested in what we're doing. And he's like, you know, last couple nights, I'm like, oh, what are we going to put on? What are we going to watch? You know, while we eat dinner or whatever. And he's like, do you want to put practical magic on? I was like, he wanted not. to put it on. I was like, it's That's- not time yet. I was like, it's not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But I said before, yeah. between now and when this airs, mm-hmm. when we're recording to when it airs, he's going to watch it. Because yeah. I know when we first met way, 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 eons ago, he did see it because he was trying to woo me uh-huh. and say he watched my favorite movie but <laughs> since then he has not but um yeah, yeah. you um, know what what Avi said to me a week ago he goes what? I had it on I think I had it on and he he goes you know I still haven't seen this movie in its entirety I was like what are you talking about I have it all the time <laughs> I was, I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm divorcing you. <laughs> <laughs> Means the divorce. So before I get into kind of like how I fell into practical magic, how does he feel about this endeavor we're trying to do? Oh, he's supportive. He's That's super awesome. supportive. Yeah. He's supportive in everything, everything I do, especially the whole little witch thing. I think it, I think it turns him. He could hear me right now. I think it turns him on. <laughs> hey, Avi. Hey, never mind. He's, he, he walked in. He's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> No, I asked you to feed them. All right. Anyway, sorry. Cat she, talk. she talking about her cats, not babies. 
<laughs> they are my babies. They're so stinking cute. Tell us their names real quick. I have Coraline, who is my torty princess, and Punky, who is my uh, what did what did I call him the other day? My spicy orange menace. I heard yeah. somebody, <laughs> I heard somebody refer that their, to their orange cat like that on Instagram. So I was like, that's spicy. it. I have to, that's that's his name from now on. He is a terror, but he's adorable. I feel like every time I talk to you, I'm like, shit, Christina. He's in the garbage can again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> getting the eggs. Getting the eggshells out. Freaking trash cat. Well, I found. But him. you found him in the gutter. Well, yeah. I literally, I found him as he was about to jump into a sewer, and I was like, "Don't do that. Come home with me." Maybe he was part of like the Ninja Turtle clan. Like he was their caretaker. So you might have just messed up the ecosystem below. <laughs> oh, They're shit. still waiting for their pizza down there. They were like, "He was supposed to bring." He was our delivery guy. <laughs> He would not have delivered shit. He would have eaten it all before it got it even got down there. I actually made a whole video about how Practical Magic shaped my life, and it's going to be linked in the show notes below. Uh, And you can also see the time lapse art for the watercolor of the Owens house that is our um, our podcast podcast cover. cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of talk over that, but um, the art for our podcast is going to be possibly available later on for maybe prints. I think I have some prints right now, but I love doing Practical Magic inspired artwork. So a lot of the stuff you're going to see is from me and hopefully Justina share some stuff also. I think that'd be really cool to see your interpretation of like Owen's stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, I thus far for this project, so far I've only really contributed music, but I also do art. I am an mm-hmm. art school graduate. I graduated from 2005 with a certificate in graphic design and children's book illustration. So I also do a lot of art and I also do a lot Mm -hmm. of watercolor and stuff for my own Patreon as well. So we'll link everything in the show notes down below. But yeah, it would totally be cool later on down the line to for me to jump in the mix with some art too. I think we had some project ideas in 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 the midst in talks but yeah. we'll we'll save that for another time if it ever fleshes out we have yeah, so dude. much else on our plate right now we're so. uh, it feels like grasping at like wet spaghetti I'm like there's so much I want to say but I don't I know. know if it's time I it's know time. but you know um, what you know what it's like really we'll know we will know when it's time because for the longest time do you remember like after we finished writing all these songs, we were like, okay, now what do we do? What, yeah. like, what are we going to do, do with we, that? Do we have to talk to a lawyer? Do we, how do we produce this yeah, stuff? Like, how do we? Justina goes and spends a good oh, chunk of time I, producing courses. I spent a lot of money after we finished doing these songs or writing these songs to kind of take a course on how to produce the songs and kind of like record them ourselves. But then the idea of this podcast came about and I was like, shit like why don't we just like release them in their rawest form right now to our listeners on this podcast you know not all at once just like sporadically when the time is right when something's relevant to the topic of the song we're talking about um and then we can just showcase them to you know anybody who wants to support us on patreon and then eventually we want to record these songs but um yeah maybe we'll do a kickstarter somewhere down the line when the time is right but Absolutely. i just i was my point was um just knowing when the time is right to to announce or like to bring another I guess aspect of the project into play I just felt it in my gut that we had to do this podcast and I was like this is it this is how we're gonna get our songs out there nice so it will come to us the answers will come in due time when they're ready I feel like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dust. dude I'm so sorry like in hocus pocus <laughs> 
here. Like, what's his name? Billy. Uh, yeah, Billy. Billy but- was, Richardson. What's his name? I was gonna say Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy from Titanic. <laughs> Can you keep all of this in? <laughs> it, this is staying um, in, by the way. This is staying. Billy in. Zane. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I was probably in sixth grade. See, again, I don't know how old I was. I was in sixth grade. Trauma. <laughs> Hashtag trauma. We're just going to attribute all of our um, elderly amnesia to trauma. <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine had it and we watched it together. And I, like, we didn't watch, we weren't like a movie household. So like, I would go to her house and she had all the movies, like all the movies. Was like, this your Sally? This yes. So this best friend of mine um, showed me practical magic, and we like clicked it with it right away. We were like, "Oh, we're the sister." Like she was an only child. You I only had two look, brothers. You guys even look like sisters. You sent me a picture of you guys when you were teenagers, like a couple days ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, you look like yeah. twins." We used to. So she's about six months younger than I, but and we, so we were in different grades growing up. We went to the same school, and we would always ch- trade clothing and go That's to each other's cute. classes and stuff, and yeah. we would go out to dinner with our parents and like trade clothing and. It was really, it was interesting. And we looked like each other for a long time through, through college. And um, we were super into this movie. And we were like looking into like spells and like, what does yeah. that mean? And like, what is this? And dude, there's so much to cover. So please go watch the video if you want to check it out. But yeah. she and I, you know, really, really you did even, this the heart. You guys even did like a little spell book together that you put that you put on your YouTube channel too, right? You look go, yeah, yeah, you yeah. go through the whole spell book together and That's right. grimoire. You guys made your own grimoire, which was adorable. So cool. It must have been like circa like 2000, 2001 or something yeah. like that. So when we were getting into practical magic, we were like, we're gonna start a spell book. Like we were teased. We were bullied relentlessly. Yeah. You know, so we yeah. we were like, we'll do some spells and yeah. And <laughs> So we've have since found the book and there is a video on my, on my YouTube of me going through that book, but since then, but growing up, I was six months older than her. So I always felt like I was taking care of her, you know, and growing up, I was always the Sally and like trying to like get her to, she's a Scorpio. She's fucking all over the place. So I was like, (laughs) I hit high school. I started turning into like Jillian. Like I loved, I loved all the boys. I was always crushing on a guy. And then I moved away. Like I moved away from my, all my family. My family's still in the same town. That's so Jillian. I know. Like I was out. I got married. I moved away. I got divorced. Wait, so you stayed away. No, I got, I got married like while I was still like like, at home. So we got married and then two days later we had to go because he was military and we were oh. at a du- like his duty station so I left how how did your family handle that because you come from like a strict Croatian upbringing so how did they handle all of that well they were fine with me marrying and and moving in with him they didn't like that like months before I was like I'm gonna move in with this guy for six oh, months and okay. see if it's gonna work okay which in the end it did not but we love each other more now than we did you know when we were together it's totally fine we're, we're kosher we're really fine okay um so I stayed out there for a long time met my now husband and moved back and so it was kind of a weird transition of always trying to what's the word I'm looking for like I was always comparing my stage in life to yeah. this story we've decided like we're not having kids but I was like first I felt like Sally like taking care of my best friend and then then I felt like Jilly like moving out and but now like I'm totally ready to be the aunts and just have everybody leave me the fuck alone <laughs> I know me too you know so 
<clears throat> that is in a nutshell i think the video is I, I haven't looked at it in so long but we want to make sure that you guys get what you came here for we're going to talk some more about the movie yeah we will talk a lot about the movie we just wanted to kind of set the stage and kind of give you guys a little background of the both of us individually as well as how we came to be friends and kind of just gush over this movie together and this is our little space to do that so should we let our listeners know what we should and what they should anticipate as far as i was gonna uh, let them take a break i was was because it's been 50 minutes so i was like oh shit okay (laughs) yeah yeah we're gonna take we're gonna take a short little break you guys get yourself a little cup of whatever you're drinking and when we some demon whispers when we come back um we're going to talk about a few of our favorite benchmark things from the movie what characters we wanted to be and some key things that you're probably going to hear in the upcoming episodes and maybe a little sneak peek of the topics we're going to be doing and what we're going to be including in our patreon so stick around we will be right back hey we're the stinas and you're listening to the magnolia street podcast Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. I am echoing on your side. Oh shit. Yeah, that's sorry. Okay, now you're we we're good now. We're good. <laughs> okay, we're still getting used to this whole podcaster thing. This is totally new for both of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm not comfortable <laughs> talking about myself most of the time. I've always felt like what does your opinion matter? You know, kind of thing. And it's like, yeah. I'm- take up space i love this thing so freaking much i'm gonna start a public forum where i'm gonna talk about it so yeah I would like to be comfortable with talking about it yeah but this is just like this is just, free therapy man just everybody be nice because i'm really sensitive yeah and and on the on the fire sign i also have water in my chart too but i feel like my fire aspect is so much more like fierce i'm like haters come at me i don't care like my mars is in cancer so take that for exactly what it is like I don't like I'm just like oh guys I'm sorry guys if you're still here thank you really this first episode we're so happy that if you are listening we're so happy and we can't wait to hear what you think about what's going to be coming up so right now Justina what are your favorite benchmark things about the movies like any anything just what do you think practical magic and you're trying to explain it to somebody who's never seen it before or explain why it's your favorite what sticks out so when i think about practical magic what i usually tell people first of all angela lock and nicole kidman because if i don't tell them that first they're usually like oh okay um but you know they're just two blockbuster stars so it's impossible to not be like interested at least in you know what's gonna go and down. stalker channing and, stalker and channing diane. diane yes so that's i tell them that first but i feel like the thing for me that i love the most about the movie is and I know it got a lot of hate for this and a lot of critics bashed it for this but a lot of people said it doesn't know what it wants to be does it want to be a romance does it want to be a Halloween movie does it want to be a comedy does it want to be I don't know a horror this this, that or the other thing and I kind of like that it's a little bit of everything I it has a little bit of all of those things and I really love the whole garden aspect of it Mm-hmm. Um, the whole just homey, cozy vibe that it gives off. And the love story, obviously, when you're a little girl, like, it's just like, so it's so romantic. It's, yeah. it, it just whisks you away. I right? wished for you too. Are you, you fucking too. kidding me? By the Ooh, way, he knew what a, he was doing. We wrote a song about that whole scenario. Yes. We'll wait. But yeah, so romantic. And just the whole magical aspect of it, of just 
finding magic in the mundane, finding Mm -hmm. magic in those little things in your everyday Mm -hmm. life. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, not to bash Harry Potter, but not to be all abracadabra, alakazam, alakazoo, Mm -hmm. like whatever. Like, you don't have to like be this. <laughs> when Gadiam Leviosa. Leviosa. Um, yeah, Leviosa. It's not Leviosa. But it doesn't <laughs> have to be, it doesn't have to be that like over the top, like spark mm-hmm. flying out of a magic wand type mm-hmm. deal. Like there's a time and a place though. Like I really loved that this was just such an earthy movie. It was just so earthy and so like this is the life of an everyday witch. And that's what a witch is in today's society like a lot of us are too busy to to do this whole freaking ritual but if you put a little cinnamon cinnamon in your coffee or you know you hang rosemary by your garden gate or lavender for luck like those little taglines like those are what what were like it for me and I'm like oh I can find that magic in my garden I don't need Mm -hmm. all that fancy schmancy dragon's blood this or what all that and you know they go into like that kind of stuff like eye of newt tongue of dog they go into some i of think they stuff. they're self-aware it's like very tongue-in-cheek because of yeah. the scene they're like right yeah we're gonna make this shit really fucking witchy yeah but do but question do you think that they actually used used those ingredients or do you think they just used regular ingredients tongue like you said tongue in a tongue-in-cheek manner your basic like margarita ingredients in there and yeah i think they use the basic margarita (laughs) ingredients there was an article i saw or it might have been on the waba podcast shout out to which bitch amateur hour you guys are fucking awesome um where they discussed we love you guys like the eye of newt toa frog um and like dragon's blood they're all like different names for things you find in your garden or in your kitchen cabinet which is fucking awesome it's really cool if i can find it i'll yeah we'll talk about it some point maybe we'll have to do a deep dive on that yeah dude i felt i felt the same way i felt the same way um as far as but the way like we grew up it's like witches are evil you know Mm -hmm. witches are bad and i was i my mom found (laughs) the quote-unquote grimoire that my sally and i had like artistically made together yeah and of course deeply upset deeply hurt because she's she's very firm in her faith and i understand i understand that but this was the first movie that i had experienced because I think I saw this one first and then I saw the craft okay um this was the first movie I experienced where it was a a healing woman Mm -hmm. somebody who's taking care of her family somebody who's using holistic means of medicine somebody who is incorporating reverence into Mm -hmm. cooking reverence in taking care of her garden and I was like I'm getting goosebumps again yeah I want to be that I want to take care of the earth and I want it to it cares for me and I want to care for it. Right. Um, and at the 12, maybe something like that, like you don't, you can't put it into words, but now actually practicing that I'm like, Oh, that's why I liked it is because it, and the camaraderie of, yeah, let me say that again, the camaraderie of the women supporting each other. Sisterhood. Yeah. This, it was something that not having a sister and not being close with my mom till I was much older, I didn't have I just had my best friend at the time Sally and that was it I was yeah like, this is what I wanted was to be able to care for myself you know and on honor the earth at the same time I think yeah. so that really stood out to me but um apart from that the benchmark things that I loved about the movie were the house I was not into <laughs> architecture and I wanted I really would have loved to have been an architect I went to a vocational school like a technical school that you there were 
a ton of different programs. You can go through carpentry, masonry, drafting, design, art is the one I took, but I would have loved to do the architecture one because I had already seen this movie and I was like, this is the most stunning thing I have seen in my life. I can know all the lines and I've drawn this house. I've painted this house. I've made it in the Sims. I can't tell you how many times I fell in love with the house it's it's a your character. sims oh my god i could watch <laughs> your sims videos on youtube for hours oh thanks thanks it's, i just love I, watching them that's the thing and i was like if i can build this in the world so sims is a um like you're basically playing god you can make yourself you can make people in your life and control them but you can also make uh buildings and houses and you can have your characters walk through them play in them and i was like if i can build this house you can put yourself in your character. You can actually walk through the house. And I was like, this is the way that I'm going to be able to experience just being in that house, everything around me. And it was like, if man, that's where my lottery money would go. Like if this ever takes off, here's what we're going to do. We're starting a Kickstarter. We're going to build that house and turn it into a B&B. Didn't you tell me some guy tried doing that and it just like fell flat? Dude, it was, yeah, I think it was on a Kickstarter. (laughs) I, I don't know, but that would be the dream. So yeah. those are the things that really stand out to me. And yeah, it wasn't the the point your finger and something happens. I, I yeah. mean, they do it, but they know they're like being funny, but it's it's not as in your face as a lot of other movies. Like the craft was much, much darker. And I think yeah. having this light side where they're not living in a creepy house, they're not, yeah. you know, they're beautifully dressed. Oh my gosh, we're going to talk about Victorian, the costuming and the hair oh, and everything. Yes. So those are the things that- We will that get to that. We will get to all of it. Yeah. <laughs> So who did you connect with the most uh, growing up? Growing up, I I just wanted to be Sally. Yeah. Like growing up, growing up, I would help my mom like pull weeds and plant flowers and my my hands were always in the dirt. And I just like, I really love, I really love that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe it's the Virgo earth sign. Like I have that some earthy aspect of me. And I feel like that's what kind of keeps me grounded. Yeah. It's just like getting my hands in dirt. And to this day, like we just bought mums to put in. I'm like so excited to put in my mums and my lavender's yeah. doing well. And I'm so excited about that. So like, <laughs> just like the garden aspect alone, I feel like. To be, I wanted to be like Sally. But then again, I, I was like, I want to be jelly. I don't want anybody tying me down. And for the longest, my husband, Aaron, he yeah. and I did not get married for a long time. I was like, I want to be able to be f- free if I need to be free but then I was like he's my person like I want to get married stop trying to be a movie character but I love I love the balance and that is so them and Alice Hoffman's world and right yeah like Sally and Julie are kind of like the yin and the yang right they're like exactly opposite of the spectrum and I want to have both. <laughs> I want to be it's both. It's okay to have both. It's 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 okay. And it's like, I think it's important to have that balance, you know? And we see at the end of the movie, Jillian is in the garden. She's, yeah. she right. is. That's right. She's domesticated. Like, close, she's domesticated. <laughs> she's fully content being at home in the garden. And, and I'm about single, it. And single for the first mm-hmm. time, right? We don't mm-hmm. see her end up with any man at the end. And she's perfectly okay with that. And I love that exactly. message. I yes. love that message. <laughs> Um, but now can we agree that we just want to be the aunts? <laughs> I think one day we will be the aunts. Yes. <laughs> oh I also, my gosh. I also don't have a sister. So I love just like finding those girls that I can really connect with on that, that level on, on a magical yeah. level, you know? Yeah. It's very, very important. We, we want to hear what you guys have, have to say about that. Who did you feel like you were growing up or if you have any 
similar stories to ours yeah. that you would like to share please please, please there please is let us actually know. a poll if you listen to us on spotify on your phone and i'm not sure if it's on the desktop app as well but if you listen to us on your phone on spotify there is a little poll that pops up and you can tell us um who would you have rather been are you more of a jilly or are you more of a sally so let us know in that poll and we would love to hear from you and we'll talk about that on our next episode yes cool as far as like who you would would want to be now are you more of a jet or more of a francis oh i would love to say i'm more of a francis but i'm not i'm more of a jet i'm just like i want everybody to be happy i don't want to ruffle any feathers but girl i'm kind of i'm getting over that hump yeah i'm yeah boundaries are okay boundaries are are okay it's hard it only took 33 years to get there but yeah. it's all right okay. yeah I feel like naturally when you get older you start weeding out the people who kind of make your life a living hell yeah because I know a lot of that comes with like also losing the history between certain people but it's for the best it's for the best that's okay and that allows room for new friendships exactly. new, new experiences and it's all gonna be good like it's the good. lavender card said right tranquility and <laughs> It's gonna Dude, be okay. I love it. Yeah, what it, it's going to be okay is what it's it says. Okay. It's going to be okay. That's our mantra for this episode. It's going to be okay. The other day I said, what are some of the things our audience can expect? And Justine went, I don't know, spoilers, lore, music, movie books, art, <laughs> multimedia, I don't know, Mach Posh, radio. I literally I just like ping-ponged all of those things right off the bat. I was like, <laughs> I. it's going to be a lot of different stuff, honestly. And also, since we have the musical songs and the art and that whole aspect i think it's also going to have a little bit of a radio like old school radio show yeah. vibe like countdown yeah, yeah. style like we want to talk about the soundtrack and the artists behind the soundtrack that yeah. like that never gets really any attention when people talk about practical magic so yeah i want to go into all of that yeah but you guys are going to hear um so I, we neglected to do this but if you haven't seen practical magic you should go watch it now. you should probably <laughs> do that pause here but come back watch it um, I think this is actually really good. We haven't given away too much, no, but right. this podcast this is going on, to have many spoilers. We are yeah. talking about everything. So if you don't want to know what happens, come back yeah, later. Give us five stars. But come back later, please. Go watch the um, movie and read the first book at least. Yes. We're going to be talking about l- even the m- minuscule little references that they, yeah. they do and books and the yeah, the books and the movie talking about all the music some of the art that not just the personal art that we're going to be doing but like where the style of the house came from uh the book of shadows that they use like where that stems from so we would also love to interview any artisans that we find on instagram there's a lot of really awesome artists and creators on instagram that we've come across yeah that are practical magic centered yeah and if you are a practical magic centered creator we want yeah. to hear from you and we want to interview you. So definitely email us at magnoliastreetpodcast at gmail.com. If you have anything that you want to share with us that you've created that's Practical Magic themed and we'd love to have you on the show. So definitely hit us up and let us know. Yes, ma'am. So we do have a Patreon and we do want to let you know about that because there will be tons of exclusive and bonus content that we will be rolling on there after each episode so you guys can get all of the goodies for that. Yeah, so tier one is going to be um a one dollar tier it's just a buck 
one buck a month. And those are our little seedlings. And this tier gets you like a sign up shout out during our podcast, plus like a virtual little, a virtual little hug, little mug word will fix that right up. And thank you. <laughs> a big thank you for, for your support. In the $1 tier, you will also get access to our patron only polls where you can vote on what topics we will cover on the podcast next. So we'll give you like an assortment of different topics and then whatever one wins, we'll talk about that one next. So then we have our $3 tier, which are our little lavender buds. This tier gets you complete access to all of our show notes in their entirety. So after each episode, we'll post our show notes on our Patreon as a blog post, complete with sources and links. And also sometimes our notes might even be handwritten. Um, So we might add in some photos of our notebook pages. And we may even add in some behind the scenes tidbits about the recording of each episode because, you know, there's a lot of lot of fun stuff going on behind the scenes and um, also some additional form we'll be providing for our show notes are digital pdfs for printing as well as word document files for those of you witchies who would like to copy and paste our info into your own digital group these additional formats will be added as attachments to the blog post with the same information pertaining to their correct episode i think this is worth it because we're providing a wealth of information through many of many many hours of our own extensive research to take notes on your favorite topics that you probably may have never heard deep dive this far yeah yeah it's not just going to be like the show notes below like just our links and our sources it is the stuff we're looking at while we're talking to you it's the stuff all the um quotes from the book all the sort of like the sources we found it from everything yeah and all of this plus one thank you shout out to our podcast upon sign up um and yeah everything from the previous tier so then we have the five dollar lilac tier and with this tier you'll get access to our private facebook community where we can chat about all things practical magic we'll also link you to our private discord server as well if you want to have uh watch parties or have little events live streaming events over there in this private facebook community you can post your favorite memes recipes inspirations garden tips and magical ways of living living in our top secret forum of other practical magic obsessed fans. This space will be a fun way for us to build our community of podcast listeners so you can all discuss your favorite episodes or favorite episodes of ours and grow new friendships around our favorite <laughs> movie ever. Her cat is crawling across the computer. <laughs> I just want to make sure she didn't step on my trackpad and hang up on you. <laughs> so you want to take the Hey Rose? Um, yeah. Um, and with the $5 tier, you also get everything in the previous tiers, um, the show note download, the thank you shout out. Uh, and then lastly, as of right now, we have an $8 tier. It's called Hey Rose. And this tier gets you exclusive access to all of our song sewed episode musical catalogs. We are so inspired by the whole Practical Magic world that we wanted to write songs, as we previously mentioned about our favorite characters, favorite scenes in the movie, and some of the podcast episodes. We will be debuting our original songs, inspired by whatever topic it is we're talking about in that episode. So after the episode, we will post the demo versions of the songs that you hear on the episode into our Patreon for your ears only. And if we're feeling really saucy, we'll throw in a live performance, live stream concerts, candid, impromptu video recordings, or even a video tutorial on how to play our original Practical Magic inspired songs. And it may vary from month to month. Also, we only have so many songs to debut in this space as of right now, but they are in their rawest form. They're just demos, but one day we do hope to record these songs with high quality production and we will love to take you along for the ride so in our eight dollar hey rose tier we will also post behind the scenes studio pics footage 
and give progress reports on how the songs are coming along as we flesh them out and make them sound radio ready. This is our dream record and it's a journey that we have yet to embark on, but we hope you will join us for that ride. Roses also get exclusive voting power in any polls we post as we may look for feedback during production when we start recording our music. And all of this plus all previous tier rewards. So that is a hefty, yep. hefty uh, tier on, on our Patreon so far. Yes. That's our yes, yes, yes. big, big Bertha tier. It <laughs> is, it is. But I think there's, if looking at, you know, there's four different options. If you choose to, to support us that way, it is more than generous. Um, we appreciate it. We just want to share all of our, this like creative burbling. It's, it's really like the demon bubbles in our LaCroix. It just cannot contain it's itself. Bubbling up. It's, it's bubbling. bubbling up. But you know, if that's not something in your budget, just giving us five stars, giving us a review of comments, some kind. Poll, uh, comments. Yeah, interacting with our Spotify polls. Yes, yeah. it, it really will help. So we hope to hear from you in some form, even if it's, um, if it's just a review. We really Even appreciate you. Even if it's you. a, hey, you suck. At least we know we're being listened to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> listen to us for at least a minute to gauge to have that an we opinion. do indeed suck. Your cat is destroying your curtain. And that's Punky. Like, he's just a little, little punk, punk ass. Little punk. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we named him Pumpkin, Pumpkin, but we never call him Pumpkin. He's just Punky or Punk ass, because that's what he punk is. Punky ass. Yeah. As we, this first episode, we have been chomping at the bit to like, oh, yeah, talk about practical magic. And this, we didn't even talk about a whole lot of practical magic stuff. We just wanted to introduce you to us, us Justina and Christina. Justina. <laughs> <laughs> um, we hope you like our That was not planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're, uh, we want to let you know where to find us. So uh, we have a few different socials. Some of you have already found us on Instagram and shared it with your friends, which we are super Love you guys appreciative of and we um over a lot of social medias we are magnolia street podcast so you can find us on instagram questions comments uh you can shoot us in email over at magnolia street podcast at gmail.com you can listen to us free on spotify and a lot of other platforms if you are a part of our patreon you can see some of the videos on our youtube that we have started so if you're looking for us on a social media just type in magnolia street podcast and you should be able to find us yep <laughs> slide into our dms please on instagram um, that is probably probably the fastest way to get a hold of us as of this moment. What do you think? It's between we haven't. So listen, this is gonna either make us or break us. We haven't gotten an email yet, yeah. like from a listener. So if uh, if you want to shoot us an email and just say like, hey guys, y you could use some work. That's fine. <laughs> but um, Instagram or our email would be great. Drop us a rating. Yeah. Uh, and if you would like to drop us a line to be played on our upcoming episode, you can also send us a voicemail. I think like a voice message. Yep. Justina mentioned at the beginning of the show, go to our Instagram. It is in our Koji links that is in our bio on our Instagram. Yep. And uh, there should be a little button there for you to record a voice message. This could be insane. It could so very guys well behave. be unhinged. <laughs> it could um, be unhinged. Yeah. Yeah, the actual link we will leave also in the show notes down below. And I believe you have to have an Anchor account to leave a voice message. Okay. Um, and it's free. So you can just sign up. And so then you have it. So then you can continue to leave us fantastic <laughs> voicemails for every episode. <laughs> Christina's dying on the other end. 
Are you okay? Drink y'all, drink y'all demon whispers. <laughs> All right. To access any of this bonus content, catch me outside. How about that? At www.patreon.com slash Magnolia Street Podcast. So this has been the Stina. Thank you for listening to Magnolia Street Podcast. We'll, we'll see you, see you, next, you time. next time. At that house down the street. Street, would you go down to Magnolia Street with?